0: Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we
1: are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our
0: wonderful listeners, and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care Club, the epilogue show. Hi, welcome to Friday's epilogue show, where we're taking a deeper dive, excuse the pun, into this week's practice. Yeah. Of flotation tanks. Being healthy is the most <laughs> the most fun I have. Oh my God. It is though. It, it is uh, though. And again, I wonder, how is it that we are friends? I don't, We actually don't have much in common. <laughs> Literally
1: nothing. We don't really like doing the same things. No. My bosom's got a bit cold. Did they? A little bit. It's <laughs> quite warm in there, isn't
0: it? <laughs> I did not experience cold bosom. But that would be much more awful than having to say she died because she locked herself in a flotation tank. <laughs> they just go, wow, was she really thick? <laughs> no, she was murdered in Islington. <laughs> so, before we get on to how we've been about flotation tanks, any emails in this week?
1: We've had loads of emails in, Lauren. How lovely. What a delight. I mean, loads. This one's from Anna. Dear Lauren and Nicole, I've been listening to your podcast for a very long time. Thank you, Anna. We appreciate that. I've always wanted to email you to thank you for your inspirational mental challenge episodes that have truly changed the way I see myself. Wow. But it was the Cheer Seeds episode that made me write to you.
0: Okay. I mean, Lauren. <laughs> okay. I mean, never mind all the deep dive work we've done there. It was the Cheer Seeds that inspired you to send the email. Okay. Forget the people pleasing Yeah, how to say no. no boundaries,
1: over to give pap- compliments. Over apologising, all of it. Um she says, I just don't get why it why is it such a deal? As Lauren, I don't believe in superfoods either, but I use chia seeds sometimes because why not? Sometimes I mix it in my morning yogurt, but mostly I don't. I enjoy some chia pudding time to time because I like interesting textures in my food, but mostly it's a food that I sometimes eat and nothing more. I just don't get the fuss. Looking back at what I wrote, (laughs) she writes, it's quite a boring email, but thank you for your podcast. It's bringing joy into my life. Love, Anna.
0: Anna, I'm happy to bring joy into your life, and you know, okay, you enjoy some cheer pudding. I'm, I'm not going to judge you. No, but what she's saying is she's with you on the superfood. She doesn't see that it's a superfood either. No, she doesn't get it. On, on that subject, how's your cheer pet grown, grown any hair yet? Literally, not a
1: sprinkling of hair. There isn't even a fuzz. I check it every day. Have you taken him out the sink? He's in the garden. Oh, he's in the garden. The dog had a bit of a go, so then I had to move him. <laughs> <laughs> did the dog eat him a little the dog tried to eat the chip. pet um, I can't imagine that would oh, be good for the dog's stomach it's all and right. then, <laughs> and then Adam suddenly walked in and said what the fuck is this in the garden yes. <laughs> it's like a baked potato with a face on it yes. I said leave it alone it's my chip. pet but the chip pet's not doing anything I'm sorry to hear that maybe you've got a duff
0: one I'm just rubbish at growing things Hand it over to me. I'll see if I can nurture him to life. Okay. I'll good give him good a go. idea. Okay. Give him a go. Great. What else have, what other emails have we had in? Oh, more vabbing. It just never ends. It's the gift that oh, keeps on giving. Oh, my God. Andrea, she says, okay, I vabbed and I do it again. <laughs> I didn't receive any extra attention last night after vabbing no. and going out with the girls for supper, but I would try it again if I was going to a pub or something with more milling about and interacting with people. Well, no. okay. I Why? mean, that's okay. Andrea.
1: Andrea, I'm very impressed with that because I think that is a very brave thing to do. I do. We, you know, we were doing it because I was told by Laura Mishcon that I had to do it, but actually to do it through choice, I think is very, very cool. I did it through choice. Yeah, well, you're different. You're a doula. <laughs> you're so special. A, yeah, different breed. <laughs> listen, I bumped into two girls yesterday on my dog walk, and they um, two girls that I know, and they both listened to the show. And one of them, I didn't actually know that she listened to the show, and I haven't seen her for a while. And she said, oh, my favorite shows are they, B, C, D, E, and F. And I said, what about the... Oh, no, she said to me, sorry, she said, my favorite show is when you smeared yourself all over yourself. Is how she put it? <laughs> right, nice. And I said to her, have you done it? With a cheeky yeah. smile on my face. She's like, ugh. No, I'm with
0: you. So okay. there are some people that are still... Still disgusted. not with the program. Quite disgusted by it. Okay. All right. Rachel said, Okay, challenge of the week done. Ooh. I've booked myself in for a course of massages. Thank you for oh. giving me a little poke <laughs> to make some time for myself. Rachel, P.S. I hope she calls me sexy.
1: Well, only I, need- <laughs> I need to give you the name and number of where I went first, don't I, Rachel?
0: I don't know if she's booked herself in for Thai massages or just massages. But she booked herself in for a course. Good for you, Rachel. I love yeah. that you're investing in your
1: self-care. We're very happy about that. I actually thought that was going to be an email about someone else babbing. And, and thank you
0: for doing Challenge of the Week. Yes. And thank you for telling us about Challenge of the Week. And just generally thank you. Yeah. Uh, and one last one from Claire. She says, hi, gorgeous humans. Oh, so hi, Claire. Hi. So, chia seeds. This time, I'm with Nicole. These babies yeah. are definitely coming into my club. Anything that swells up in your stomach <laughs> must be good, right? Less room in there for cake. Keep Aww. being fabulous. I love you guys, and I tell everyone I know to listen to you.
1: Oh, thanks, Claire. Oh, that's so lovely. Oh, thanks. For- and She's being with me. She's with me this time. I wonder how many times she
0: hasn't been with me. I don't know, but I definitely would still rather have the cake. Well the seeds, the chia seeds, yeah, yeah. I wonder if you could put them in a cake, yeah, like a poppy seed, like a poppy seed cake, you know, but with a chia seed instead. Well, I made chia seed biscuits, didn't I? Yeah, you did. They weren't, they weren't, they weren't the, the best biscuits I've ever had in my life, if I'm honest, but they were possible <laughs> They were all right. They, they were, were all right. They were passable. <laughs> oh, they were all right. They were fine. Don't listen to her. They had loads of maple syrup in, so they were fine. <laughs> how, how are you feeling then since our week of being in a flotation tank? Any PTSD? No, no PTSD. Thank God. Not like the Thai massage.
1: Here's what I think about the flotation tank. It was a lovely experience. Yeah, It's one I would do again, but it didn't have a lasting effect on me.
0: Okay. okay. And you? Yeah, I agree. Although this week I have been thinking if I was nearby and I had a spare hour and a spare 55 quid to burn, I actually think I would quite like to do it again. Because now I, I know, now I know what to do. I feel like I, I could deal with the float behind my head situation better. And <laughs> now that you've had a masterclass on how to put the float on. Yeah, I feel like I would relax more. I, I would know how to get out of it better. So I definitely would do it again, yeah. Yeah, me too. I would. But I, I,
1: again, it just didn't have a, I didn't feel that it relieved my muscle soreness or I know we're probably asking a lot from a flotation tank. Yeah, I would have liked to have, because I was in a lot of pain with my back and my knee and I'm quite injured at the moment. It would have been nice if it had to kind of sorted that out. Or
0: is that a bit too much to ask? Maybe you've got to do it more than once. Oh, yeah. Like weekly. I couldn't do it weekly. I don't I just, think I have the time to do it weekly. It feels very it would feel very indulgent. That's not a bad thing. Indulgence is not a bad thing. I know, but it's it's a lot of time to l to, to lie around.
1: Anyway, sorry, I'm moving around a lot here because I'm trying to get comfortable because we are I'm sat in my cupboard. Because we're not recording from our lovely studio today, are we, Lauren? You're not locked in the cupboard, are you?
0: No You're just neither. choosing, you're just choosing to be in the cupboard. Oh well, I'd rather be
1: in the studio with you. Do you want to tell everybody why why I'm in the cupboard and you're in your son's bedroom? I assume because I have COVID, Nicole. That's why.
0: Do for the very first time. We'll move on to that later, but let's get on to what our listeners had to say about flotation tanks. Well, they did actually have a lot to say. Now, oh,
1: I yeah. asked, "Have you ever done a flotation tank?" Because I know you like to have that information to hand of how many yes. of our listeners are doing what we've done.
0: Yes, I do. Come on, what do you think? I don't think that many. I'd say like a quarter, 25%. 11. Oh, very low. Very, very low. Very few people have ever. Is this people who've ever tried one? Yeah. Okay. Because the
1: question was have you ever tried a flotation tank? 11%. Yeah. It's low, isn't it? Yeah. Any other feedback? Well, there was loads of feedback and there were loads and loads because then I said anything you want to tell us about flotation tanks. But then what happened was you got COVID and then we weren't recording the day that we normally record. And I didn't take all the data down because I normally take it down the day that we're recording and I lost it all. Oh no. I know. I was That's bit, very I sad. know I know it's really pissed But we did have a couple of emails about the flotation tanks. Oh yes, right. So I'm gonna read them out. Okay. Hi Lauren and Nicole. I have just listened to your podcast about flotation tanks. Hilarious. Honestly, I was pissing myself, especially about Laura not being able to open the lid. I love float tanks and they have become a part of my self-care routine. I go every four to six weeks and I fall asleep during my session. At my first float, I took my mom and she kept the light on and the lid open slightly, where I shut the lid and have it pitch black. But to be honest, I thought I would get claustrophobic, but I didn't. Mum found she got cold and wondered if it was because she had the lid open. I would yes. remember it probably would yes. be. I lose myself in the tank, meaning I seem to drift around, but because I'm dozing, I'm concerned. Afterwards, I relax in the comfy couches with a herbal tea and yummy protein balls. It's such relaxing self-care practice that I thoroughly enjoy. No, it's not cheap. And they do have packages where it does work out cheaper. The entire place, the atmosphere, the staff are just so relaxing. Love the podcast. And you ladies rock. Thank you, Yasmin. That's from Yasmin. Thank you, Yasmin. Thank you for the feedback. Love it. And we had another one from Jacqueline. Yep. Hi, I was so excited that you were trying the float tank. I have tried it. And yes, I did have the panic. Oh, she did. Do you remember on the main yes. show? Yes. We asked if both panicked about the light being off. Yes. I said, I bet everyone
0: has the panic.
1: Yes. yes. I was so paranoid that I refused to close the lid, which was fine, but made the bosoms even colder.
0: <laughs> I don't understand
1: how you keep the lid partly open because it. I don't know if you can do that. Can I you? Think I,
0: I didn't try. Obviously, you can.
1: Otherwise, I really enjoyed it. I found it really relaxing, but I did find it difficult to get comfortable and stay in one position and kept floating into the sides of the tank. I also asked for the music to play the entire time and ended up regretting that because it just became annoying. Interesting. Next time, I intend to try closing the lid. Jacqueline.
0: Okay. Right. She also mentions an episode of The Simpsons. That involves a float tank that's made her paranoid. So now I feel compelled to have to Google that episode. I did Google it, and it's very funny. Have a look at it. Okay, I will. (laughs) You know our editor D, our lovely editor D. He also, by complete coincidence, went to the same flotation place as us. Oh my! Oh, I'm not surprised. He gave us feedback. Are you surprised that D went to the flotation tank? He is. He is such a self care king. Self-care king. Up now, at five, kickboxing in the gym, eats yeah. healthy, looks after yeah. himself, meditates. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he is like we couldn't have a more perfect self-care editor, could we? We really couldn't. He's the most zen person I've ever yeah. met. He's like he's like the Jay Shetty of the editing world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's gonna love
0: that. But Do he wanna- is.
1: You're he absolutely is. right. So, Do what I know did he, he has to
0: say? Did he like he, it? He said, "I went to the same place, and I got bored quicker than I expected. I still loved it, and my sleep that night was cosmic.
1: Nice. Yeah. I, I wonder if that means he had like really mad dreams. Well, just a deep, beautiful sleep.
0: I'm still having mad
1: dreams, by the way, and I still think it's the grounding sheet.
0: <sighs> Actually, I'm on it this week as well, but I've been having sort of fever dreams, so I don't really know what's real." Also, what's, what's a fever not, dream? Just when you're like hot, John Travolta. F- <laughs> it's a, what, like a Saturday night fever. Yes, yeah, John Travolta in it. That'd be nice. More, more like a Monday night fever, a Tuesday night fever. Not so yeah. fun. Self care club. Challenge of the week. So yeah. what's our challenge of the week this week? Well, we haven't actually planned one, have we?
1: <laughs> the thing is, what are we gonna do? Okay, we could tell our we could tell our listeners. Go to the float tank and go and see what you think, because that's the only thing that's kind of in line
0: with what we've done this week. Or buy yourself a massive kilogram bag of Epsom salts and put them in your bath and see how that works for you. But it won't be as good as the float tank.
1: That's a much better idea. But
0: you could give it a bash. You could. Or if you've got some spare
1: time and some spare cash, by all means, go to a flotation tank because it is a really lovely experience.
0: Let us know. Or maybe it's your birthday coming up and you fancy a treat and you don't know what to ask people to get you. Have a float. Ask for a float. That is a lovely gift. See? That is a
1: lovely gift, isn't it? That's a lovely gift and that is a lovely challenge of the week. It's so much better than vabbing.
0: It's not as cheap as vabbing, but yeah.
1: No, but it's a very different experience.
0: <laughs> it, it is. Should we, <laughs> should we take a little break and come back for our wellness newsflash? Yes. We will see you in a minute
1: Wellness News Flash. Right, wellness newsflash. Weight loss apps have had a wellness rebrand and they're pushing us to believe that our bodies are broken. I don't like the sound of this already. By Kuba Shand Baptiste. Where was this article? Do we know? Online on the worldwide interweb. There's a new wave of dieting fads upon us. Yes, that's just what we needed. Just don't call them that. Awash with soft and inviting sounding apps like Lumen and Noom, society's fear of fat has spawned a smarter onslaught of weight loss tech with a wellness edge. Oh my God. We have, in many ways, always been interested in how we look. What do you mean in many ways? We're all completely obsessed with how we look, aren't we? With varying ideals influencing us to believe that there are some appearances that are better than others. What seems newer, however, is how adaptive new and existing apps have become, often saying whatever we want to hear while risking normalizing behaviors that can actually harm us. Noom, oh, I know this app. Yeah. An app that says it can help you stop dieting, in inverted commas, and get lifelong results. Is perhaps the most popular newcomer to this new age dieting scene, with its minimalist and inviting design, it could easily be mistaken for one of countless meditation or calming apps on offer. At sign up, I've done the sign up. Have you ever? Done I the have too. Yeah, I have. Because it it pops up
0: on Facebook yes, a lot, doesn't all it? The time. And it?
1: And it always says, "Oh, you can lose loads of weight, and you don't have to diet."
0: yes anything that says that i got sucked into believe it and or not.
1: i thought oh i'll have a look and i did do yep. i did this sign yep, up so it too. asked the usual questions that have become customary even among apps that have nothing to do with dieting age height weight well i think those things actually do have things to do with losing weight but anyway it also asked for your target weight even offering a suggestion of your healthy weight range after gleaning such information all this with a with Nari a clue as to which factors could be contributing to one's weight. According to the app, a 14 stone, 5 foot 7 adult suggested healthy weight range is between 8 stone and 10 stone, a recommendation that feels as arbitrary as it is potentially dangerous, particularly without GP
0: advice. How can they do that? How can they give? You know, I noticed this the other day when I went for my smear test and she weighed me and then told me my BMI. And by the way, BMI has become very controversial because it's no longer they don't think a very good way to see if your weight is healthy or not. And then I looked at the graph and the the range between what was okay and not okay for my height was like two and a half three stone. I thought this. This can't be right. This doesn't look normal to me. How can there be such a range? If, if everyone's five foot six, it's healthy to be that weight and that weight at five foot? Really? Is it? She was like, it's fine. It's fine. I just thought, this is bollocks. You don't really know what you're talking about here.
1: I, I just don't think that they can put a weight on everybody and just keep it like as a generic measure of what people should or shouldn't be. But it's such a range. Well, of course it's such a range because if I'm... One way, or I'm three stone heavier. I look completely different and feel completely yeah, you, different. You
0: do, and yet apparently you're still pretty much okay in that BMI range. Oh, it's just it's bollocks, though. It's it bollocks is. because
1: you know that five foot seven, you should be eight stone. I'm five foot four. I've I've never been eight stone. The time that I got closest to eight stone was when I was in complete disordered eating hell. So come on, yeah. And I'm three inches smaller. Yeah. So what should they say I should be? Seven and a half stone, I'd be hospitalised. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, a statement from Noom in response to allegations that encourages disordered eating said a team of coaches with specialised clinical experience monitors and responds to cases of users who may be struggling after entering the programme, directing them away from Noom and towards
0: appropriate care. Really? When they're paying their monthly subscription, are they really doing that and keeping Mm. an eye on these people? Mm. I'd like to think they were. It's too big. It's too big,
1: mm. surely. Even then, issues among GPs of fat phobia, body shaming and ignorance still remain for many patients, making health monitoring that much more daunting, especially for people with mental health disorders and or larger bodies. Companies like Lifesum and WW, the new name for rebranded Weight Watchers, a change that seems to be aimed at downplaying the dieting-heavy aspect of the company, offer similar assistance with monitoring one's weight. Like so many other apps and programs, they tend to promise a mixture of weight loss that lasts as self-care. Hmm. Sounds relatively unassuming in theory, but the industry's shift towards the sort of big buck making self-love rhetoric has become so widespread in the past decade is no accident. It's effective marketing. Yes. Mm. There's also the issue of how prevalent calorie counting is on apps like these. It may go by other names such as tracking or monitoring on popular apps like MyFitnessPal, which some users have said encourage dangerous dieting. Mm, Now, I've got a lot to say about that. I use MyFitnessPal. We'll get back to that. In response to a BBC article on such accusations, MyFitnessPal said users attempting to sign up with a goal weight that will put their BMI under 18.5 are redirected to a weight gain or maintenance goal. But these features are very much at the forefront of much of this technology. These apps may be normalizing behaviors that could inflame existing mental health issues or even trigger them. Beyond the most extreme side effects of becoming hooked on these programs, there's also the issue of how sweeping these approaches are. They ignore the fact that people's bodies are different and change for reasons beyond simply eating too much, absolutely, not eating healthily enough or not exercising frequently enough. Bodies change constantly. They change because of pregnancy, during and after adolescence, due to disability, age, mental health, menopause, the list goes yeah, on. Sure. Underlying these one-size-fits-all solutions to our weight loss anxiety is the idea that our bodies can still be considered broken for simply going through or adapting to those adjustments we see in our bodies throughout our lifetime, given that some of this technology is considered to be flawed. Yes. Many of them also rely on BMIs, you were just saying, to encourage weight loss criteria. The Women and Equalities Committee recently recommended should be scrapped immediately because of its tendency to worsen health issues such as eating disorders and people's mental health by disrupting body image and inviting social stigmas.
0: Yeah, Mm. I would love them to scrap this BMI business. I
1: mean, this is a very emotive subject. Yeah. Which I don't think we're going to do justice in five minutes. And I think these apps look, they can hinder or help. And I think it depends who is signing up to these apps and where they're at in their weight loss journey and where they're at in their eating journey. Yeah, Because you you find me one woman that has had, apart from you, literally apart from you, normalised eating her whole life is a rarity. It's a rarity. It's pretty rare. Because of the messaging that's constantly around that women need to look a certain way in order to be worthy in society. So... (sighs) Are these apps cashing in on it? Probably. Do they help some people? Yes. Do they hinder some people? Absolutely.
0: Isn't it the fact that they're dressing themselves up really as something that they're not? I mean, you change Weight Watchers to WW, you're taking weight out of the name. And yes. really, if you buckle down to it, the whole purpose of it is to lose to weight. Lose weight. You, you know, it's sort of, it, it all feels a little bit smoke and mirrors. It all feels a little bit manipulative. And also, I don't think that that women, and I'm going to say women, but obviously men do join these programs too i don't think people are joining these not thinking i'm trying to lose weight hips because that is their motivation so i i i don't understand all the, the dressing it up I'm, I'm not getting that what have you
1: been doing for your own self-care this week my husband's been away and my little one's been away and i have been hanging out with my eldest and we have been having sleepovers and we've been Aww. watching films together and Aww. we are just honestly we are having the best time together you're like on a mini break but at home we're just we're just really loving each other's company it's just nice to have her all to myself so I guess that's what I've been doing for my self-care
0: that's very nice now come on you poor little
1: thing What's going on?
0: Oh, I've had the COVID. You've
1: got it, didn't you? You are no longer a medical marvel.
0: I can't believe I'm not a medical marvel. (laughs) I'm so annoyed. (laughs) So the the birth that I mentioned that I went to just before the flotation tank, even though they tested her in hospital for COVID overnight, the next morning, lo and behold, a few hours later, she tested positive. And because I had been all over her all night long, it wasn't really much of a a stretch to uh, figure that I was going to get it. Didn't think I'd got it, but I definitely got it. But you Um, were not great with it, were you? I have not been feeling very well. I had the old classic sore throat, headache, fatigue, brain fog, feeling very schwach. You're yeah. just for the week. You really um, so I mean, I There had, was a whole day where we didn't speak. I just left I you. Alone. I think even one morning I said, I can't speak now. I have to go back to sleep. You did. You did. <laughs> and you were like, oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Yeah. So I had to put some self-care in place. I didn't have much option. And, and, and obviously no one in this house has been nursing me. I've been my own nurse. So um, did you? Did you? Did you do one of our weeks, which was I did say in one of the text messages, We're asking you, for help? You're going to have to ask for help. I think I did have to ask for uh some supplies. I needed some paracetamol one day and needed tissues. <laughs> I needed some very basic things. Like, yeah, I couldn't go out and get uh so lots of fluids, regular paracetamol, like every four hours. And that did help and and lots and lots of sleep. And everyone was messaging, oh, watch this on Netflix. Watch this on Apple TV. Da, 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 da. I just couldn't. I just didn't feel well enough to. No. Which is a shame because to be really honest with you, there has been a very small part of me over the last two years that thought, mm, a little mild dose of COVID, get to stay in bed, can't leave the house, can't do anything. All I can get to do is catch up on all my books that I want to read and all the Netflix I want to watch. I didn't feel well enough to do either no. of those things. Yeah, COVID's not fun. It's much less fun than than
1: you think. Yeah, it's not fun. But we're happy that you're back and we're happy that you're getting yes. better.
0: But I did, once I was starting to feel a little bit better, I did uh, start to watch Inventing Anna, which I'm really enjoying because of Are course you? I'm yeah. really struggling with it. You know what? Anything that Shonda Rhimes touches is gold for me. So I, I just love the way it's put together and the way it's been made. I think it's genius. And Bridgerton series two has started. I mean, that has cheered me up no end. And Josh has been enjoying that because, of course my mother's day gift to my own child was to give him covid oh you're um, so kind i'm so sweet so he's got it too so last night we watched bridgerton and he kept calling me mama mama that's, <laughs> what that's what they do in bridgerton and also he finds it hilarious that all the wives call their husbands my lord but my lord won't you stay for dinner and he says will you call dad my lord i said well yeah if we lived in those times that that's what i would call him <laughs> you're not going to I, I don't know i might i might bring it back
1: I wouldn't advise that. I mean, Adam would bloody love that. My Lord, I've made
0: a chicken salad. Can we have a very quick discussion about the Oscars? Yeah, but can I tell you just one thing before that? Yeah. I had a bar mitzvah for my dog. Oh, you did. Explain, Explain what that is. When Jewish boys turn 13, they have a bar mitzvah to celebrate their their coming of age, their manhood. And my dog Barker, he turned 13 on Saturday and we had a bark mitzvah. You put a couple on his head. I did. It was fantastic. I went to the local duck pond and we got a dog cake and we served it up to all the local dogs. And it was a very sweet day. Oh, that's very cute. So I'm not calling that self-care. I'm just saying... It was a very cute morning. Lovely. We love that. Right. What do you want to say about the Oscars? Because do you know what? I'm bored of it already. And it's been two days. I know, but it's just so layered. There's so much to discuss. I'm bored of even my own narrative about it now. So am I.
1: But there is one thing I just want to bring here. Go on. And that's obviously about women and uh, the narrative around a woman needing to be rescued. And that's the only bit I want to say because that's what's relevant to our show. So
0: is every woman now saying, if someone slagged me off at the Oscars, would you go and slap them? Is every woman saying that to her partner now?
1: Well, I haven't said it to my partner because A, he's been away. And B, I know what he would say. He would say, no, because you can very much, you've got your own voice and you can stand up for yourself. Which, by the way, Jada Pinkett can too. Yeah, And you made a very good point when we were discussing it the other day that what would have been much more powerful had she have stood up and told him to shut up and said, just stop doing that. That's not okay. It's making me uncomfortable. I've got alopecia. It's not
0: a good joke. But look, you cannot get away from the fact these are three consummate professionals. These are people at the top of their game. They have been doing this job for 20 years. They've also attended and hosted many, many Oscar ceremonies. This was not their first rodeo so they knew what was coming he's done this to her before this wasn't the first time Will Smith has built to this moment for 20 years what came over him I don't know to snap at the pinnacle I mean it just it begs it's such to, a shame it just, it's, such, it's a shame. such a shame and also to, to uh, listen violence is never the answer I'm not up for it I don't think it's okay I understand that people lose their rag but he is not just people. You know, and he he's is, also
1: done it on a world stage and that stuff is always going to be there. He will always he, now have always, Chris Rock and Chris always, Rock will always have always, been slapped always. at the Oscars. Always, always. always. It, is, it is a real shame. shame. But just the piece that I just wanted to say is that women don't need fucking saving. We do not need some heroic man to stand up and slap someone else because they're saying something inappropriate. We can do that shit ourselves. Thank you very much.
0: And also, use your words
1: well he did but they also weren't great
0: (laughs) and also wasn't this the very reason why he was sent to Bel Air in the first place it's for misbehaving (laughs) there's been a few memes I mean the memes he didn't learn his lesson on the basketball courts of Philadelphia
1: anyway what have we got coming up on next week's show Lauren
0: Mishkon we had to be a
1: bit creative because you couldn't leave the house
0: yes well next week god help us we're trying out brain training yeah
1: yeah So that's what we're doing next week. So make sure you tune in for that. And we will be back on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. I hope you're all investing in your self-care. If you want to be in touch with us, absolutely, by all means, please do, at selfcareclubpod. That's our Instagram handle. Or email us, hello at selfcareclub.co.uk. See you next week. Bye-bye.